What's up guys? Just before we start the show, we want to let you guys know that if you're looking to support the show, we now have ways for you to do so. Now, producing these episodes takes a lot of time and without any financial support, it's going to be difficult to say how long we're going to be able to keep this show going. However, now we've got some ways for you to show your support if you would like to via various platforms. For our China listeners out there listening to this podcast on Shimalaya, if you click on each episode and go to the description box, you will now find ways for you to support the show via Alipay and WeChat Pay. And for those who are listening abroad, If you'd like to show some love, you can send your donations to paypal.me forward slash yishuantio, which is P-A-Y-P-A-L dot M-E forward slash Y-I-E-S-E-A-N-T-E-O-H. Or you can subscribe to us on Patreon. All the links will be in the show notes below. In any case, thank you so much for your support, regardless of whether or not you do donate. We are thankful and appreciative for all our listeners out there. We hope that you tune in to every episode. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. A bilingual podcast where every week we use Chinese and English to explore various social, cultural and contemporary issues in the aim of giving our listeners a useful tool to improve either or both their English or Chinese language ability. Welcome to the Chuan Chuan Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm Lian. I'm Emily. My name is Xiao. I'm And today's topic is on what is the aim of your life? So the reason why I would like to discuss this topic is, well, there's a number of reasons, but we can begin with the first one, which is, I believe that life is too short. And because life is too short, it means if we're not spending time doing things that we would want to do in life, I think life will just go by and we won't know that we have wasted it all. This is what I believe. Does anybody want to share their thoughts? I believe the aim of our life is to make legacy to the world. Uh-huh. To the world. For instance, like, like make a like a mark, like make a mark, like a personal mark. For instance, um, you can make a mark on your children with education. You can make uh, you can make a mark on academic field, like a scientist. Um, Yes, trying to make this place a better world. Right. Shao? Right. <laughs> yeah. My aim of life is enjoying myself and making fun every day and being happy. Yes. Which is fine. Fun. Which is, which is great. Uh-huh. But how do you, for example, so as our listeners probably know, Shao works in the laboratory or he's studying at the moment. Yes. Is this something that you love? No, not really. So if you end up working every day in the laboratory mm-hmm. from Monday to Friday, hopefully, nine o'clock to six o'clock, from that nine o'clock to six o'clock, would that make you happy? Yeah. Nine o'clock to five o'clock. Nine o'clock to five o'clock. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's very, that's not something that most people will have the chance to have, nine to five. Maybe not. I think that being empty and waiting makes me a 
rubbish person. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how can you fulfill your dream if you're going yeah. to be living a life that makes you a rubbish person? I do person? many things I like. For instance, the part-time job, uh, teaching Chinese, and uh, hanging out with friends. So this is outside your main job. Main job. Yes. So you're gonna have a main job which you will do, but and not like, and then a job that yeah. you would do outside your main job, which would be the stuff that you like. As a matter of fact, I didn't say I don't like. I just sometimes I hate it, but sometimes I love it because uh, through my work I learned a lot of things. Yeah. Everything. Yes. It's meaningful for me. It's it's meaningful because you're learning a lot. But yes, if you were to do this for the rest of your life, would that make your life very meaningful? For example, when you retire, will you say, I, "I wish I could do more"? Yes, maybe I can make fun of my job, find fun in everyday life. Because one of my colleagues said to me that you should treat as everything you do uh, with happen. Attitude with a fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what about you, Fanny? I think I want to do from the good to the better and then to the best. But sometimes I feel in a life, the aim will change. Yeah. Um, and what we want to do, maybe will change as the time passed. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, do you, for example, do you feel that you can? So, but what's your aim? So, what's your aim in life now? Mm, yeah, I want to teach the foreigner Chinese yeah, and write calligraphy. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in the um, in the past time, I just want to maybe I just want I learn. 当时填志愿的话可能是想到其他的一些专业就是和现在但是学完之后又觉得出来又好像觉得想要追求不同的东西就是现在所以以后慢慢的又会再改变嗯明白那是你呢呃人生目标太大了现在完全没有想我现在就
it's the Joe Rogan podcast with a guy called Navin and uh, Enfield he heard some of it but I don't think he listened to all of it and he said that he disagreed with the point that this guy was trying to make and I but I'm the opposite actually I really agree with this guy in fact um, I think he says a lot of things that I always like to preach the first thing is I don't think that you should spend your life half fulfilled I think you should use this life to you should aim to be fully fulfilled which means that every second of your life you're doing something that if you could go back and do you would want to do now obviously with most people and their current situations it's impossible because we need money to survive and we need to you know, do we have things that we must do and we can't rely on other people to do it we ourselves have to do even though it's things that we wouldn't want to do but we still have to do it but i do think that there are people in this world that in their life they only do the things that they want to do there is no question of to do this because of this reason and I have to do that because of that reason they just do anything that they want to do they do and I think that life if they've achieved it it's achievable it's absolutely achievable and I have this mindset and um, I'm the type of person that I think that the risk is worth taking even though it means you suffer in the short term for example I quit my job and in my job it was very very comfortable and if I continued living that job, um, you know, I would have everything that one would want in their lives. For example, I would have a house, I would have a car, I would have enough money to send my children to a good school or for them to, you know, do the things that they want to do, have enough money to go on holidays, etc., etc., etc. But what did I sacrifice in return for that? Nine to six o'clock, five days a week. 47, 46 weeks a year until the age of 65 now. But I'm sure that when I get to retire, that age is going to be 75, maybe 80. Like, I'm just not willing to spend 50, 60 years of my life, the majority of the time. And, you know, remember, there's 24 hours in a day, eight hours of which you are sleeping. So you're spending three quarters of your waking up time doing the things that you don't like in order to have these, you know, have things that maybe you don't need. Like, I don't know. I feel like you, I have rewired my mind frame so that I can spend more effort in trying to achieve a lifestyle that I would like to do. Have you achieved it? I have not achieved it. I'm halfway. Halfway. I'm halfway. And I think that we can, we can bring back to another episode that we had. Um, which I recorded with Shao and then told about Shao's love for luxury brands. Yes. <laughs> I actually re-listened to that podcast because it was really interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was really, really interesting. And I think that, you know, the I, I would like to rephrase some of the, my thoughts uh, from that podcast. You know, there one point you brought up was, uh, I brought up this point about saving time. You know, money helps you save time. And you said to me, maybe if you had all of this money and you bought this apartment downtown, mm-hmm. like, is that saving time? And I said, you know, that is just something to buy out or like, like any other thing. And I don't believe that. I think I spoke too quickly. I think that, for example, there are really big material aspects in life. 
for example, buying a house. Why is it big? Because the place that you're going to live plays a massive impact in your life. If you could buy the most perfect place for you to live and, you know, every day you sleep and you wake up and you live there, if it's really the most suitable place for you and you purchased it, of course, that's going to bring a big impact on your mood at the start of the day, right? Every yes. time. But at the same time, I think it's really important that you try and really evaluate what exactly is it that is important to you and what you want in life. So, uh, like some people, they would really wish to have a huge mansion, you know, maybe like a hundred million renminbi house. Hundred million renminbi house. There is this, and uh, to be honest, one hundred million renminbi is. Not that expensive in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a hundred million renminbi house. Mm-hmm. Like, but really, for me, you know, I don't think I would want this type of house because it's too big. It's too big. No, it, it's not too big in China, actually. No, it's no. It's just a small one. But it is two hundred million renminbi. Two hundred. Hundred million renminbi is one renminbi. No, no. 200 million is No, it's Okay, I make a mistake. I just thought that 1 million. No, even EE. 100 million is 20 million dollars. It's too much. It's 20 million dollars. And some people would love to have this double power, but I think that it's so big. I don't have enough. I wouldn't even spend that much time at home, and it's be a nightmare to clean. <laughs> You'd have so many people living there just to keep the house well kept. It's, for me, it's not needed. And I think that this is what I... People should evaluate their goals like this. Like what exactly really makes them happy? And then they can then make much better decisions on how to spend their money and how to get enough money to spend their money to live a really enjoyable life. That's what I 可是如果真的有人喜欢一个一亿的房子 who end up bankrupt is incredibly high. Yes. True. How is that possible? What's your point? Hmm? What's your point? My point is, in their mind, they thought, wow, I have all of this money, I'm going to buy all of this stuff, and it's going to be make me really, really happy. But in actuality, it doesn't make them happy. Because they've not really evaluated what is it, what exactly makes them happy. Don't you think it's such a... 管理财产的话然后让钱生钱让钱生钱至少能满足他们的经济需求然后如果他们能做的这一步后面的事情就做他们想做的事情 but not only do a large proportion of them end up uh, bankrupt, but there's also high proportions who file for clinical depression, such a high suicide rate. Like, the money didn't make them happy. 
？How is that possible？ 很多时候就是，比如，比如，如果你很想举个例子吧，就是如果你很想做成一件事情，然后，然后你你你买到一个包包，如果你很想买一个包包，<笑>你买了那个包包之后，你会发现就这样吧，就这样没有没有给我。Yeah, this is what we were discussing in the last podcast. I absolutely agree with you, Andrew, and that's why if people start at an earlier age to think about what exactly they can that can make us happy, you know, a lot of people have said that once they started doing that, the success just came because they just did the things that they love to do, and they were able to put more effort into it. Not because they purposely put in more effort and they thought, "Oh, this will make me successful." It's just they liked it, so they put in more effort, and so they became successful. So when you just start from this, you know, much. I think I think it doesn't matter because you 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 y 他们知道他们他们做的蠢事带来的什么后果，才导致他们呃 depression 啊之类的，导致他们过得很难受。但有的时候，他们取他们就是一开始他们觉得呃有钱就是就是一切嘛，对吧？但是他们买啊中了大奖之后获得了金钱，这并不代表他们后面那些那些呃嗯就是他们后面导致的结果。就是导致他们后面所产生的结果，让他们对金钱失望还是怎么地？就是我我的意思是说，他们其实他们的目标其实还是钱，只不过他们最后的后果是不太好。嗯，但是你要看到，虽然有大部分人是最后是破产，但还是有小部分他们懂得管理财产，然后让自己生人生活更更美好。You see, your assumption is because they manage their money well. They remain happy, but that that is a poor cause and correlation kind of.、Uh, does anybody understand cause and correlation? It's that yeah, exactly. It's like this thing. Just because there's a pattern doesn't mean that the cause of it is this. Your assumption is that because they had poor man- money management skills, that they became bankrupt and therefore became depressed. But I'm saying it's not that. It's that. When they didn't have money, they didn't understand what exactly happened. Yeah, exactly. So when they got money, they thought that what made them happy was to buy all of these things and to you know live life large, right? To show off, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I think there's another reason. Is that they achieved money after they didn't know what to do next. Because you achieve a small goal, there are more goals waiting for you to achieve. Because 这个事情是是做不完的。Yeah, exactly. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's my point. My point is in life, like if you see the real, like really, really、um, people that you admire who are successful, you never see them.、Um, you know, they for perhaps they have a really big house or a big car, but that's not what drives them. Like you see them like doing something that they really love, and they just continue wanting to. Do more and more of it. They always know what their next project is, right?、You、completed one project, and they always want to do the next. But you can't do that if your goal is to buy things. Yeah.
And, you know, that really leads me to a different point, which is, so I've just listened to another podcast by a guy called Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar is this American guy who used to work for um, a secret organization in the States that allegedly um, does research about, you know, UFOs, which are unidentified aircrafts. And, I mean, there's a movie called Bob Lazar, Lazar, uh, Area 51 and Spaceships. I'm going to watch it. I'll let you guys know what I think. Um, But in that, uh, they had a really interesting discussion about how comes, you know, human beings, you know, our aim for technological advancement is to make something better. For example, 10 years ago, we didn't have a smartphone, right? And then we had the dumb phones. But 10 years before that, you know, the phones were so huge that no one could carry them around. So men had big phones, they came into small phones, then came into a smartphone. And you know, we, for example, people upgrade their smartphones every two years or every year, right? As a compulsion, not even thinking whether or not it's needed, whether or not they really have to upgrade their phone. And yet we still have this drive to buy new things and new technology. And he said, he, he had this theory, uh, just this thought that perhaps it's because we are giving life to a new life form, a digital life form, which is why we are driving ourselves to keep on purchasing these things. And the aim is to develop greater technology and to buy and consume it more and more. I think it's kind of scary. <laughs> How is it scary? Like, for example, why is it that we feel the need that we need to buy a new phone, a new laptop, a new car every two, three years when our old ones work? Why is it that our aim in industry is to improve technology as quickly and as, as much as possible when the basic things that we need in life have already been achieved and those that haven't, like for example, there's still starvation in the world, even though there's enough food to feed the world. We don't concentrate on those things. We, we concentrate on the other things, right? Yes, yes. You know, next thing you know, we could be like the animals, like pigs and cows, to a greater being, which is all artificial. It's just computers. And they are the ones running Earth, and we are just the ones, you know, helping them run it. People's life. Well, like I said before, we need to start having discussions. Things in this life are happening at such a fast speed that we really don't understand what's going on. And, for example, artificial intelligence. People are really concerned about artificial intelligence. The normal person on the street just thinks, wow, what are these concerns about? They mean nothing to me, right? Why are people even worried about it? It doesn't have any effect on my everyday life. Yeah, no, exactly. Because you think it's not in your power, but it is, it's in everyone's power. Like, we need to have discussions about this. No, I don't think so, Sean. I think that AI makes our daily life more convenient. Now it does. Now it does. But what happens when they're the ones who... Have you ever seen The Matrix? Matrix. Yeah, The Matrix. 
Matrix 演到他那个《黑客帝国》。It's okay. No, you've never seen The Matrix. Yes. You should watch The Matrix. <laughs> like you think that that can't exist? You really think that kind of life can't exist? Look how attached we are to our phones, right? Next thing they're gonna do is they're gonna build something that's not part of the phone, but it's part of your body. Like you don't even need a screen、yes. to interact. You、yes. just, you know. Okay. Once that happens, and AI gets so good, how do you know that AI won't then start controlling human beings instead of human beings controlling AI? How do you know? I don't know. You don't know. Everything has two sides. We cannot focus on the best sides of all. Of course not. But we have to acknowledge this is something that can happen, and we have to acknowledge that if people don't talk about this and help not to prevent it, it can definitely happen. Have you ever seen、um, Terminator? Terminator. Yes. Yeah. It's a story about CRISPR. No, it's about it's about the. The robots take control. Like we build a machine that was so powerful and clever enough that in the future they start to try and wipe out human beings because they think that human beings are not needed、uh, on this earth because they they ruin it essentially. So I think that this conversation is、uh, a little bit familiar with what we discussed the week before last week. The Gene modification. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Last time you you hold the view that you support that gene modification, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But this time you no, no, hold no. a negative opinion. I don't know why. I'm saying that we need to be we need to understand that these things are happening,、mm-hmm. and we have to talk about it, and we have to realize that there are problems. Just blindly following what is happening. Don't you agree, Fanny? Oh, I want to say. I can say something. I think that this will probably, or the government, or some social rules, will control this thing. No, there, there is. You see, this is the thing, right? You have no idea what's going to happen. Yes, maybe someone will control the situation and do something in your favor. Maybe, maybe they'll do it against your favor. But you know, how are they meant to know what you want in this decision when you've not said anything? The the way decisions should be made is everyone says what they think will happen. Everyone talks, and then together we all kind of figure out what's the best way to solve this problem. Because everyone has said their piece, everyone has said, you know, I'm concerned about this. But what about this? This is quite good. Or but what about this? This is quite bad. And then everyone's speaking, and then guess what? A bunch of guidelines get brought up, which says, okay, this is good, so we'll do this. This is bad, so we won't do this. This is good, so we'll do this. This is bad, so we won't do this. And then we try and operate according to these guidelines, and that's how we've done almost everything in life, right? That's how, for example, in England we have abortions, right?、Uh, but we do abortions very differently. For example, if you are pregnant and you are twenty-two weeks pregnant or more, you cannot. You can get an abortion in England, but it's very, very difficult. It's extremely difficult, and it's extremely difficult because number one, having an abortion at that kind of late term is dangerous to the mum. But number two, now we have 
questions about whether or not the baby is, baby human. is human or not, right? And so, and these are important questions. So we've, we've kind of done a halfway. We, for those who believe that the baby is human, we have this rule where, you know, after 22 weeks, the, we, the baby may be human. We're not going to touch it because it's murder. And then for those who don't believe it's human and believe that the right, women have the right, yeah, to have abortions, we have this rule where, yeah, you can have an abortion for a certain time. But, and along with this, we also tell people that abortion is really bad. Uh, abortion is not something that you should want to do often because there are lots of harmful damage to the body, not only damage to the body, but also damage to the the psyche, the, the damage to your personal mental health. Because you might, for those, you may feel that you're committing murder, etc., etc. So we really try and come up for a solution that help, that is for everyone. This sort of mentality should be had for every Dungeon. every uh, topic, mm-hmm. like every issue that we can face as a human species. This is what I think. I think that this kind of action is not that humanity. It's not humanity. Kind of action. Yes, kind of. What kind of action? Um, forbidding abortion. It's not for humanity. Yeah, it's not for humanity. Even, uh, especially not for the female's rights. Because if you, you got raped by a stranger and this baby is undesired, but you cannot abort it, abort it or he or she, it is not that. It's a great point, Charles. Yes. It's a great point. But then I ask you, when does life begin? Life begin? Yes. I begin. Some people say it's the end of my dad and mom. Huh? <laughs> no. When does life begin in general? For example, when the you yourself. When did your life begin? Okay. 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 Some people yeah, say. From from what age? What what age? Because the sperm and the egg go into the womb, and then from that moment, you you're already alive. You're, you're already in existence. But I don't think so. I have conscious, consciousness. That so when you have consciousness, but how do we measure consciousness? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you cannot say, baby, this is, what's this? What's this? What's this? Like, who knows what the baby's mind is thinking? Do you know, I just can't remember things after two years. Of- so before two years, you're not human? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that I don't memorize the things. Yeah, but but maybe human? I don't have the consciousness uh, inside the body of my mom. So, no, okay, two years, you don't remember. So, two years before, are you human? When the baby maybe, has a heartbeat. Maybe, when the baby has a heartbeat. Baby has a heartbeat at like three months. You think it's already alive. So, yeah. therefore, abortion after three months is murder. Yes. That's what you believe. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Shao? I don't think so. Because you know that in Chinese concept that the blood relationship is important. If you bear a baby which is undesired or is not relationship with anyone else. No, I'm asking about life. <laughs> yeah, when does life begin? So Emily says when the heart's beating, the baby's alive. It's a human already. Yeah, for now. Yeah. I don't think so indeed. So you- when do you think life begins? Uh, I can give you an example. That have you ever eat the eggs with the chickens inside? Yeah. Yes. Do you oh, think it is because of murder? 
No, but this is different. It's uh, <laughs> humans. Humans can kill animals. I mean, we murder animals all the time <laughs> to eat, and other animals murder other animals to survive. survive. But we're the only species that abort babies. Um, and the question is, when should we legally be allowed to abort? When is it not murder? Now, some people think it's when, when the baby is born, only until that day is it human. But the truth is, a couple of months before the baby is born, if the baby was taken out of the stomach, it could still survive. That is the truth. And some people believe even younger, when the baby is even younger, it may already have a brain and understand what is happening to it. Some people believe this. And that's why this topic is really, really complicated. Yes. Which is why, going back to last episode, I, I brought this up as well. And I think that in China, this topic is taken very, very lightly because it's always from, you know, the woman, woman has a right to have an abortion. But did you know that if they take the baby out, at, for example, two months before birth? Yes. What happens when they take the baby out two months before birth, right? Because it's an abortion. That baby stays alive. And then that baby then is raised as a child. But they are abnormal. No, but they, 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 they become normal because for whatever topic. But technically, they're not a child, right? Because they, they were never born. They were taken out of a miscarriage. Now, when that person grows up, does that person, can we say that person's human? I don't think there's any relationship with the topic today. With the meaning of life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's just... The game of life. What's the... No, but I mean, the, because uh, the reason why I bring this up is that these are really important topics. We have to discuss them. My concern is different from yours. Okay, it's interesting. Last time, I talked because do you know what, Emily, why don't you speak? Because you are you are and you can speak on比较前期的话你不是我问你你真的关心你的邻居去打去过打胎吗我真的很关心我的邻居是去打因为对孩子那个呢街上的呢我觉得关不关心是就是如果我去关心的话起码我是作为一个人去关心另外一个人所以我